0: welcome back for another episode of lead with purpose podcast with me shishin young where we talk about purpose marketing mindset and how to launch grow and scale a purpose-driven business welcome my i am so happy to speak to you i haven't spoken to you for a while um So I want to find out about everything that's going on in your life and what's happening. So um, could you start with telling our listeners a little bit about you, what your journey is from being a fashion designer to becoming um, an authenticity coach? And what is an authenticity authenticity coach? Explain (laughs) that to (laughs) us. I will, I
1: will. So um, when I was really, really small, really, really young, I was super creative and I had these bags of secondhand clothes that my uncles and my aunties gave me and I was sitting behind my sewing machine watching. It was for us, it was MTV, music videos, that that kind of stuff, The, the inspiration coming to me from the screen and I was just creating stuff, just randomly. Uh, making what I felt like I needed to make. Uh, And that got me thinking that I should be a fashion designer. So I applied and I got in and that was lovely. My time there was fantastic. Um, So years later, to not make it too long because I love chatting about this, (laughs) (laughs) um, I started working in fashion and I slowly realized that... Um, what I was actually doing was just creating more garments uh, that had to be sold really quickly and that I was just sort of doing the same thing as my neighbor was doing, just slightly different. And I started to dislike it so much because I felt like my creativity was just, it was gone. I was in fashion. I was working in fashion. I was making the t-shirts, making the whatever, the prints, the trousers, whatever. But I didn't feel creative because it had such a narrow idea of what I was supposed to make. And the main reason for me to work was profit, to sell more. And that's I, I, the loss of creativity and the idea that you were only there working to make more profit. Not to actually make people feel better, but to make more profit, there's a difference. Um, made me question what I was doing and why I was doing it. So I changed over the years towards. Um, well, I started as a as a my business. I started my business as a kind of place where people could go so they could get information and questions about how they could dress themselves in a way that they would be really happy. But I felt almost like I was a stylist. And for me, that still didn't, it, did, it still didn't make sense because I'm not supposed to be telling you what to wear. You're supposed to feel and know what to wear. It should come from inside you to bring it out rather than you're still looking around at examples of me telling you what figure you are or what color suits you or you know that kind of yeah. stuff um so I was always looking for okay what deeper angle is there that I can that I can go to that I can work with in people so they can bring that kind of stuff out themselves and at the same time in my personal life um When I was about 35, when I was, let me go back. When I was younger, people used to tell me that, oh, you're so eccentric and you're doing exactly what you want in life and blah, blah, blah. And I, at that moment, I felt like I did. I believed them because I saw my decisions being always slightly off from the status quo, always slightly different. and it took me until i was 35 and i had this perfect life um standing in this beautiful house looking out the window on the second floor in or maybe it's the first floor depending on which country you're living in um, (laughs) um looking outside in my garden the garden that i always wanted to have when i was a kid and i was now able to give it to my kids And I realized I was there. I saw the rest of my life sort of flashing by my eyes. And I knew exactly what it was going to be like. And instead of it making me feel super happy because I was there, I arrived. It made me absolutely miserable. Uh, And at that same time, my mirror said the same thing to me. Um, You know how you you can sometimes look into the mirror and you see a reflection. And Mm -hmm. you see those wrinkles and those, you know, like you see your skin aging and you're, all you're, the time. Yes. It's just the face is <laughs> not as long, uh, not as young as it used to be when you were looking in the middle and the thought came up where I was like, life is rushing by and you're yeah. not in it. Oh. I didn't feel alive and I could see myself aging, but I wasn't alive. Mm. And, that's the moment when I was like, okay, so, but so, then like this, like, what? <laughs> I did everything, which someone like me is supposed to do, mm. and I did it really well, as mm. because I was thirty-five, I had everything, which somebody like me was supposed to have: um, the house, the free time, the marriage, the kids. The, the holidays, the vacation, the creative, I had it all. Hmm. And I was miserable. And now I didn't know what else to do. Because if this wasn't going to bring it happiness, hmm. what was I supposed to do? So I started just to take out the pieces, like the bricks of your foundation that you built your life on. And I, 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 took, I was started looking at like, the core, like, why am I doing this? Does it make sense to be doing this for me? Not make sense for everybody to do this or make sense like for my age to do this or for my gender to do this or for, but for me, does it make sense to me? And I didn't realize it at the time. And when I started taking out those pieces and looking at them, that I would build something completely different. Hmm. And nothing that I have today resembles what I had back then. Nothing is the same. Nothing that I felt was important to have in my life, I still have. Everything's completely different. And it's... I'm happier than ever. Hmm.
0: Can I just ask you what your thoughts on this is? You know, sometimes we change things in our lives. I I do that regularly. I think I recently wrote a post about that on, on Facebook where I looked at the decisions I made every 10 years in my life, like when in my 20s, what decisions did I make? How did I change my life? And then in my 30s and the 40s, and then I'm approaching my fifty. What 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 is that change? Do you think it's actually quite a normal thing? Like you've just gone through this process of re-evaluating your life and kind of go hold on for me it's quite normal but for some people it's not where they just some people just live and live and live and live and they do everything you know same thing that they know and they feel safe within that do you think it's necessary and actually quite healthy to from time to time not too often um you know question your life and go hold on you know, like that moment that you had, hold on, what, what's going on here? Am I supposed to be doing this? What is this? Who am I? And ask those questions. Do you think it's a necessary um, process we should go through regularly? Or what are your thoughts? Life is different for everyone. Yeah.
1: And I had to run into, run into a war. I had to get to that point where I felt like I had everything. If that point would have been 10 years later or 10 years earlier, I would have had my revelation at that time. I may also would have never gotten it because I was so strong basically in keeping, um, keeping the status quo as my lead, as my example, as there, that's where I need to go. Um, I know of plenty of people that are born and raised differently and they question they make the, they ask themselves these things regularly already from when they're very young mm-hmm. um I can also definitely imagine people that live through the end of their lives and never question this because it doesn't feel safe um the only thing that I do know is that uh growth is important to people mm-hmm. and we used to look at growth as um, first you need, like the, the main elements that you need in your life. Excuse me for the, I don't, I might not use the right terms right now, but the main elements you need in your life is a roof over your head, food and safety. And they used to think that the need for growth, for personal growth um, comes after that. But they are starting to believe right now that, growth is as important as food as a roof over your head. And I do believe it because the moments where I wasn't growing, so when I was just working to get what I thought would make me happy on a sort of autopilot, um, I lacked the feeling of being alive. Mm. And the moment where I started growing, where I allowed myself to ask myself those kinds of questions, Was when
0: i started to feel alive mm. yeah i think it's very important can we for one moment just go back to fashion um because i want to ask you about that so how long first of all um i went through a similar journey as you in terms of the fashion industry get, got into the fashion industry and then started questioning like, what are we doing here? Why are we trying to make profit out of this? And is this the only way? And that, that led to me stopping fashion because it didn't make sense to me anymore. But for, for me, it was an environmental um, disconnect. For you, it was more about self-expression and about sort of um, the mental side of fashion. So I want to talk to you a little bit about fashion and self-expression. So fashion is very much linked with self-expression this is what they're selling to us yes what yeah, are exactly. your thoughts I love your questioning
1: that. like this yes yeah.
0: <laughs> Go on, So, what, what are your thoughts on fashion and self-expression do you think when we buy clothes or when we wear clothes we are actually expressing ourselves through it or or was the dark, you know, like, what are your thoughts? I, I'm
1: just excited to hear. <laughs> to be really, really, really honest, yeah. I loved fashion for the creativity. I loved seeing all those different people expressing themselves the way they are. They express things like their own uh, individuality, their personality, how they disliked some things that were happening to the planet. Uh, fashion is also, immensely interesting when you look at how fabrics are being made. I mean, we can wear a paper dress one time and then bury it in our garden and flowers will grow. Stuff like that is super interesting, super diverse. Wow. But we wear fashion very differently. We experience fashion very differently. What we do with fashion is take a set of rules that you then try to follow. And that will decide if you dress well or not. And if you're worthy or not. If you look a certain way, then you're worthy of attention. If you manage to follow the right trends, then you're worthy of other people being interested in you or following you. And that is the opposite of creativity. And the opposite of self-expression. Mm. Because what you're doing is you're, you're taking these set of rules, the newest trends, what shape you're supposed to be, what your hair's supposed to be like. And you follow those rather than looking at what you have, who you are, your own creativity, and bringing that out and showing that and expressing that self-expression. Yeah. So... Yeah. I-
0: yeah, I'm not. Um, yeah, sorry. Go ahead, please. No, so, no, no, no. Sorry for interrupting you there, but that's exactly that's why I asked that question because I think we often link fashion with self-expression, but actually, quite often, especially with younger sort of teenagers or maybe even adults, they are really following those rules as you say. the the We exist within this, and they sell it to us to say, like, this is you are unique as you are if you buy this, but it's a trend. Well, isn't it more like, okay, because this is
1: what really bothers me with how we sell fashion and beauty to people is that they sell it to you in a way, okay, you, you don't feel good? Okay, good. try and buy this and you will feel better. And you see it in the ads, you see it um, everywhere where, okay, if you buy this and suddenly you're beautiful, you have a lot of friends, you have freedom, You know that's how ads ads work, right? Uh, The people will find you
0: beautiful, and you have the life you love, which is not true, obviously. (laughs) No, 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 no. But that's how we sell. We we sell to people through their insecurities and their likes. And the and it's a it's a sort of
1: circle because they will also give you the image and the ideas that you need to. try and become. Hmm. If I were to sell you clothes or whatever beauty products, but my actual message would be, you are fine the way you are. You don't need anything. How on earth am I gonna sell you anything?
0: You can't.
1: (laughs) So they're keeping no, there's no way. So they're keeping it alive. Yeah. They will work to make you feel bad about yourself. That's what trends are for. If I can make my trends go quick enough, you will always feel like you're running behind Mm. and you're doing it wrong and you're making a mistake and you need to buy in order to keep up again. Mm.
0: So how do you think we can break out of this cycle? because trends and media and ads or you know like it's very it has got a very strong influence on us and we don't even realize it and some of it is based on our insecurities whether it's conscious or subconscious so how do we break out of it and actually just create a style of ourselves that speaks truly from our own hearts and you know without following trends um it's the
1: same way how I broke out of my perfect little life. Mm. Um, you, you try to see what's going on and you ask yourself, does that make sense for me? Does this work for me? Um, so when I, I got to that moment in my personal life and I, and I started to solve that, basically just to be more myself, uh, I found also a, a mentor that I had, that I still have. Uh, she was able to show me how to let go of all these ideas about well, how you're supposed to look, what you're supposed to be, how you, well, how you are supposed to be and behave and live and look at, feel really, um, what is more natural for you. How can you do it by, well, I want to say reimagining your whole life. <laughs> but that makes yes. it a little <laughs> a little yeah. hard. The funny thing is, so now I, I, I'm an authenticity coach. So that means I show people how they can go away from reset ideas into their own true unique self Mm -hmm. so you go through a process of changing or eliminating all those limiting beliefs trusting yourself getting out of your head and into some people call it heart so i i we call it inner knowing into yourself and just be just exist and always in that process people will at one point come to me out of their own initiative and be like my line i had i used to wear these trousers but my friend told me not to wear them so i haven't worn them in decades and i want to wear them again and i'm gonna find them and yes that's what i mean because what you wear comes out of your own true personal self um Mm -hmm. I have people that are like, oh, yes, uh, um, men that all of a sudden want to wear nail polish or something. And they are starting to feel really proud that they have the guts to do it. Instead of them being like, oh, I don't know, maybe what will they think? They're just like, I'm going to do it because that's how I feel. That's it. That's all you need. Um, So... Creating your own style is almost like asking me to give you a set of, okay, just um, look at the wardrobe, what you used to own that you really liked. But I don't know you, so I can't really tell if that is true to who you are. Mm -hmm. The only thing I can tell you that maybe helps is to continue to observe what goes on inside you how do you make your decisions when you want to find a nice dress for some party how do you do it do you go thinking about what will they say what is my age what am i supposed to wear what are all the other people going to wear all those rules in your head or are you going to like dive into yourself basically And see what it is that makes you really feel like you when you're wearing it. Mm. And just wear that. Mm. Which is scary sometimes, sure. But that's why what I do with people is um, we really look at who they are. And what makes them confident about themselves. Uh, How do they think about themselves? And... I'm very happy with the switch that I made from just assisting people so they can look the way they want to look towards a more deeper level um, where we look at how those people are, how their confidence is, mm. uh, how they treat themselves. And if you let go, and it's quite, it, it, I mean, it's work. You have to yeah. work. But if you let go of all those limiting ideas, what somebody like you is supposed to be, yeah. then there's space, all of a the sudden there's space to be creative and something will come up and it will work for you very well. And the beauty of that is as well that you are going to get compliments. There are always going to be people that dislike what you do. But it's because you are creating a freedom for yourself to express yourself the way you really are. And those people do not give themselves that freedom. Hmm. Um, and that style or that what you are supposed to wear, it will
0: it will come up. Hmm. It will be there. One day it's just yeah. there. It's um it's interesting, fashion, I, I love how, you know, like self-expression and fashion, and actually there is an opposite side of me that is trying to move away from it as well. I like to get your thought on this, because I shared a post yesterday on social media where I haven't bought anything new now for five or six years. Yeah. And actually what has given me it's a lot of liberation. I was saying this in my post, I was getting ready in the morning to go out and do a radio interview. And then I just put on something that I've owned for over 10 years. And I know it makes me feel good every time I wear it. I don't have to question how it looks, how it fits. I know it's comfortable. You know, it's nothing special, but I just put it on and I don't question it. And I think sometimes we buy into this idea that it needs to be something amazing, colourful, flamboyant, all of this. And then you're like, oh, how are people going perceive to perceive me wearing X, Y, and Z? And actually, at that moment, I sat in the car and I thought, I didn't even question what I was going to wear. I just put it on because I know how this is going to make me feel. And I've had this shirt for the last 10 years. And I've worn it, I don't know, hundreds of times. And I don't even, I've actually re- moved myself away from, trying to look a certain way. Of course, I still want to look good, but I'm not using it as a uh, tool for self-expression in that way anymore. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? Does it have to be something like colorful, flamboyant, creative, or could it just be, you know, this is the, the, the life I've chosen. I want the simplicity. I don't want to question what I wear. I just want to be comfortable.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, in the end, it's about, are you going to let yourself be led by um, ideas that focus on what the outside world thinks of you? Mm. Or are you going to allow yourself to be led by yourself? Mm. And the beauty of that is that when you dress for if you want to look flamboyant or you think that's what you should look like for this occasion, um, there's a big risk that there's going to be somebody that sees you, looks at you odd, and you're like, oh, shoot, maybe I made a mistake. While if you dress for yourself, you never make a mistake.
0: Mm.
1: Because you dress for you. And the only one that is supposed to be happy about Mm. what you wear is you. Mm. So no matter what the circumstances do around you, you're dressed fine and you can do whatever it is you set out to do.
0: Mm.
1: Well, very well. This has a little bit to do with um, not with body positivity, but with body neutrality Mm. you are so much more than your clothes and you can wonder and question if the focus on how we look especially as women but also as people the focus on how we look doesn't take away our strengths like we can't function and we can't do what we really set out to do what we really want to change because before we arrive at that point all these people have something to say about how we look and we spend so much energy on what we're supposed to wear and where to take it. And I mean, if say you would have been buying in the last five or 10 years, what did you say? Five years, you've bought nothing new. Say you would have felt the need to dress up every season, at least have buy one set of new clothes so that you are trendy. How much money would that take? How much time would it have taken you? And what can you do with that time and that money that's so much more valuable than just buying and wearing clothes? You could have changed so many
0: things with that time and that money that you now clothes is very much like actually the way you speak about clothes and fashion and self-expression and all of this makes me think it's actually very much a reflection on life it's almost like a how you choose to treat clothes and the way you look is how you treat life right so you when you wear certain clothes you're worried about what people say but equally that is what life is as well quite often we do things in our actions, we're like, oh no, what are they going to say? Can I say this? Can I? Maybe I shouldn't have said that. And say the same thing as we like, I shouldn't have worn this. I shouldn't have worn that. I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have done that. You know, we do that all the time. So I think if you can get comfortable maybe with just the way we look in our clothes actually, it will have a huge impact on how we lead our lives as well, doesn't it? Yes. It just sounds like it's a, yeah. yeah I'm it's never, definitely related. I mean,
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, it's definitely related, how you think about yourself and what your life's supposed to be like. A beautiful indication on how you do that is when you look at your clothes and how you work with your
0: clothes and what you do with that. Definitely. Right. So um, if we were to, if we want to work with you, because I know that a lot of people get a bit stuck in life. And they don't feel like they're in the right place. Maybe feeling that authentic in themselves, in the, in what they're doing, they might be in a good position, like you when you were. Um, but they're like questioning: Is this really me? How do we find you? How do we work with you? You just ask me. <laughs> <laughs> How do we find you? You, you
1: find me on Instagram. On I'm everywhere. Uh, just I'm just sharing the message as much as I can because I I feel this is a what I do is a it's a quest for freedom mm-hmm. to free yourself of those things that we that we discussed about. And I want to share it as much as I can so that people will take it and make their lives just simpler and better and focus on the right things. Yeah.
0: Um, so is it Marjolein creative? activist um, sort of yes on instagram it is
1: one? yes yeah. on instagram it is because i think creativity is a form of activism especially when you think about clothes buying them in a store or creating them yourselves is activism
0: yeah i love that creativist it's a new what did you make that word out i think so but who <laughs> i love it. i'll put in the show notes as well so people know how to find you so instagram do you have a website my at the moment or? yes it's my van der the donk it's my full name Okay, I'll put that in the show notes as well in case you guys are not sure how to spell that so you can link directly. I can in imagine touch it's with Mayer a sticky. <laughs> <laughs> it's super lovely and it's authenticity just shines through. I've known Marilyn for a few years now and we always have these conversations about self-expression, how to be authentic, how life goes. So it's always good to catch up with you, Marilyn, to see. Well, I really appreciate always to hear your sight
1: of things and your clever questions and your journey as well it's
0: lovely all right thank you so much i will speak to you very soon yay thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it and if you would like more tips ideas and thoughts on how to launch grow and scale a purpose-driven business and also hear from other purpose-driven entrepreneurs about their journeys Please follow the podcast and remember, lead with purpose.